that time. Sometimes I say how you can become revolutionary. Picking up the phone or sending that message. Welcome back to the Be Revolutionary Podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Perry. This is the podcast where we interview realtors, business owners. We try to find out what is inspiring them, what motivates them, and how they became revolutionary. <laughs> I switch it up that time. Sometimes I say how you can become revolutionary, but this time I, like I said how they became revolutionary. Mm-hmm. My guest here today, Cynthia Ostos. Ostos. Yes. I said it right, like you free. That was like first, first time, and then <laughs> we camera rolls, and anyways. So welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Coming all the way from Mississauga, Streetsville. Georgetown, Georgetown. and Mississauga, okay. yes. I know that, but where your office is is Streetsville, though, Yes, right? correct. Right, okay. Beautiful little strip there. Love it. Right? Gorgeous. How long have you guys been there? We've been in Streetsville since 2018, so quite a while. 2018 mm-hmm. and how like how long have you been in business then since 2010 hmm. long time that is a long time so yes. you've seen a few markets i have right so even i started in um um we talked about this the other day 2016 but like december like it was like november 27th when i finally got my license and then took two weeks for rico so anyways in that short amount of time, we saw the tail end of the 2017 market, the dead zone, 2018, 2019, and then COVID, 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 and then whatever the heck you call this thing that we're in now. How is it in Mississauga or, or Georgetown, Milton? Sorry. Uh, Mississauga. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Georgetown is where I live. Oh, that's where you live. Yes, okay. But you sell there too, I would imagine, right? You don't sell uh, in Georgetown? No, no. I I just moved there like a year ago and oh, okay. I, I'm enjoying just like being a nobody. <laughs> like a celebrity, right? I guess. It's just private. It's quiet. Yeah. Like we it's kind e- of moved from busy Mississauga to quiet yeah. Georgetown. So. Okay. So that's my fault. I should have been more specific. How is it in your market where you're working? I mean, to be honest, for me, I'm so blessed. I've been in the the real estate game now 12 years. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of past clients. I have a, a business that's just always busy. Like I, it's just never, you know, yes, this year's a little slower. Yeah. Um, because we came out of such a crazy time, but it's always great. Like people are always buying and selling. I mean. That's right. Yeah. It's true. It's Whatever just that the, the frequency is just maybe not what we would have you know, hope for, uh, but you're right. Like after like such a crazy market, you get used to like, just being like, ah, and then out of nowhere is like slowed down. So, okay. So I do remember one thing, cause you remember like, does, does Andrew know anything about me? And I do remember <laughs> one thing and I really hope it was you oh, or else God, I'm going to look like this? a jerk, but you were, was it in the airline industry? Yes, not airline, but airport. Airport. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yep. that was your past career. Tell us about that. Yeah. So I worked for ten years in uniform for mm-hmm. the CBSA. So I was a customs officer customs. in my previous life. Yes. yes. Ten years of that. And what does that entail? I've I've gone through customs. I know what it is, obviously. But like, I always like get super nervous. I'm like, 
even if I'm like not doing anything bad, which why would you be doing anything bad at the customs office? But like, it's, it's like, how do you train for, I don't understand. Cause you're, are you like, is there a regulation for it? Is it like cops are cops? Customs are, cause my aunt works at the border, but she's not like a customs officer or anything. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously things have changed. I mm -hmm. think I got hired back in like 2001 so it's a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but back then, yeah, you know, you would write exams, you'd have to get a certain mark. And then eventually once you become full-time, they send yeah. you to a, like, not a police college, but like a customs college. So like, is, but is it like a badge and stuff? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. is there a, like an authoritative? Now they have guns. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, geez. It's very different from when I first started. Right. So what would that level of discipline be and does it translate into your real estate business i mean i think there are so many transferable skills like people are always like wow such a shift you know customs to real estate and i'm like mm. i mean yes it's a different let's say type of business right no. um but i was still dealing with you know everyday people thousands and thousands of people, thousands of questions, thousands of interviews, right? Like mm -hmm. searching people, um, trying to find out the truth, like trying to, you know, get the story, so to speak, qualify mm. people, right. if you will. <laughs> exactly. So it's very relatable. Like, I, I agree. Now, yeah. and just like, you know, it doesn't have much to do with what we're going to be talking about, but it's like, do you have any stories? Oh or? my God, I have so many, but Is you there... know. It's an oath we take. We can't. Oh, is it? Uh, <laughs> okay. I didn't know that. Uh, interesting. Or else I wouldn't have asked. I would have respected the oath. I, I have a lot of my family members are police officers, firefighters, anyways, and teachers. All oh, my family works for the government. What's going on? And so, then there's you in real estate. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. There you go. Not looking back. Not joining the government anytime soon, anyways. Um, so then let's, so then when did you leave, uh, being, uh, working with the customs and then kind of, how did you transition to real estate? Was it from customs to real estate? Yeah, it was, um, like around 2010, around that time I right. was, I was always very goal oriented. So it got to a point where I was like, you know what, what else is next for me? I'd been there 10 years. Um, I just decided to see what else I could, you know, get yeah. into. And I had an investment property at the time. And I said, let me get my real estate license to understand this side of things better. And I mean, as soon as I got licensed, so November, 2010, it was yeah. on my 30th birthday. There you go. I'm dating myself, but it was an amazing, I remember the day, like it was incredible. And that first month being licensed, I sold three properties. So it's oh, not wow. your average start to a real estate right. career. Um, but you know, it was incredible and I just was in love. Like I was mm -hmm. like, this is, this is my calling. So where do those three deals come from? My sphere of influence. Wow. Yeah. So is that something that, um, you know, you recommend for your, for oh your realtors yes. to kind of pay attention to? hundred percent. Well, What's a good exercise to kind of, you know, help get into that way of massaging those fears? Just reaching out and talking to people like, Real estate is not hard. It's hard to do the consistent activity, which is talking to people and seeing if there's a problem you can help them solve, right? Um, so it's, yeah, it's just picking up the phone or sending that message. Yeah. You know, not everybody needs you, but just letting them know like, hey, I'm in real estate. What's your story? How can I help you, right? Mm -hmm. Like, 
it's conversations, right? Like it's and it's so weird. Re regardless if it's new leads or if it's old leads or if it's your existing database or family friends or whatever, it's amazing how agents feel. Oh, I don't want to call them, and you're yes. like, well, why? Well, I don't want to bother them. Well, what do you mean bother them? I mean, for let's just put it: if it's a new lead, I always say this. I say, okay, imagine new lead walks into Starbucks. And they're just like, excuse me, can I have a pumpkin spice latte? Or, excuse me, I saw you have a new thing out. It's orange. I don't really know what it's called. And if That the, sounds if, like me walking into Starbucks. Me too, yeah. me too. Anyway, so if you just stood there and didn't answer their requests, you know, that would be a really weird situation to be in, right? So now why wouldn't you call and help the people who are requiring inquiring to the ads, right? So we give them the leads and they get nervous about it. And I just say, stop thinking about it from you're bothering them. For one, there's a reason why you have their information and start thinking of it from a place of value. I like know. not how can I help or how can I sell this particular house to you, but how can I answer any questions that you have in regards to real estate? Yeah, the problem is it's mindset. Mm -hmm. And like what you just said, it's like if your mindset is I'm bothering people, whether it's your sphere, someone you're door knocking, like if that's your mindset going yeah. into it, well, you know, it's very hard to change that. And I think like I've always come from a place of like curiosity, right? Like, you know, I want to know about this person. What's their story? Like, do they rent? Do they own? And even if they don't need me at all, I'm still like, oh, hey, who are you? Right? Mm -hmm. Like, where I think a lot of people, they're just like so paralyzed in fear to do those things, to ask those questions. And what about, what about like their own friends and family? I mean, that's the one thing that I don't get because that is just a simple oh God, conversation. I wish my family, I have no family here. Like, you know, people like start in real estate, like, Oh, my cousins, my uncles, like I have nobody. <laughs> it's just our family. That's it. We have, right. everybody's overseas. Oh really? Yes. Where? In Colombia. In Colombia. Yes. Did I know that? I don't know. I thought, yeah. I thought like, I thought your last name was like Greek. Greek. Yeah. I get that a lot too. Yeah. Okay. See, I, you know, cause we just, we got a place in Costa Rica. So like you, you speak Spanish. Yes. Right? Just... I was like, Oh God, what's he going to say? <laughs> so like, yes, and like Spanish is just like such an, cause I'm using Duolingo. Nice. If you've ever heard of that yes, app. Yes, I have. Yeah. Okay. You know, how to, do you know how to speak Spanish? I do. Okay. Fluent. Yeah. So I'm learning that. I'm like, this is a great language. It is. It's amazing. I'm like, this is beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then I'm so excited. I was doing like two months of it and I went to Costa Rica. I'm like, what? They, they, they speak so fast. I'm like, what? Because the app is I just like, asked him if he wants to talk in Spanish. No, I don't I know if you no, caught that. No, no, I gave up for now until I kept time to really focus. Like, ooh, eh, hombre. Or something that's like what a mix can you of say? Let's hear some of it. I don't know. I think that was uh, it. You hombre. Said two, hombre. That's it? Okay. Agua. Hmm. Quieres tomar agua. Okay. Uh, so like, I don't really know. But what I mean is that it's like, it's such a beautiful language. It is. And that's so crazy that nobody's over here. So how did that happen? Did you come over here? No, my parents, they're immigrants. And yeah, there was no, my, all my uncles, my aunts, my cousins, everybody's in Colombia. Oh. Yeah. So I didn't have a family that I could call on. That's why it's like when you see people with family and cousins and you know, it's like, it should be easy to talk to mm -hmm. them, but I do find most um, new agents, 
they are very scared to reach out to their sphere because I have a team and I see it when, mm-hmm. you know, new agents join, they're like, oh, my sphere's not, you're, they're not doing anything. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yes, they are. And you know what I've learned at a very early stage is that it doesn't matter where your clients or clients, soon to be clients, family or friends live. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in Barrie. I moved to Niagara. I know zero people, zero. And I was able to build the business that I have now. But a lot of it at the beginning, about 60% of it was from other agents. So referrals, but also referrals from people who did, and people in Barry were calling me, Andrew, what, how do I get involved? I'm looking to buy my first house. And so that's another thing too, is that there's still other opportunities to get your feet wet in your first year. So anyways, you said, you mentioned you have a team. When did you start your team? You mm-hmm. started in 2010 and yep. then the team. So um, about six years in, I ended up leaving. I was with the big brand Remax yeah. uh, at the beginning. And then I ended up going to Keller Williams and Keller Williams really, they talked a lot about team building, yes. having an assistant and all of that. I'd never really heard much about that until then in my career. And that was when I was like, you know what? I'm so busy. Like, there's no way that I can just do this like mm-hmm. as a one woman show. <laughs> I will hand it to KW is that is the first time that I heard. And again, you know, I was with Royal Page when I first started too. But when I first heard about teams, like I found like that was one of the only brokerages that was actually teaching like how to hire admin, how like yep. the business aspects. But then again, comes from Millionaire Real Estate Playbook, yes. right? So, and then, you know, then when Revel came and it was just so different because it was like one big team. Like Revel, when we, we first started, like it was... You know, they started with four agents. When I came on board, I think they had just signed 25 or 50 in and mm-hmm. around there. And everybody was like one big team. So you didn't necessarily, if you want to start a team, you start a team. But you didn't necessarily need that because there was mentors there. There was people who, um, you know, specialize in all these different aspects. And it was really interesting to be able to be a part of that, especially from the beginning. And, you know, to try to foster that over 300 agents in 21 office i'm surprised we've still been managed to to do that mm-hmm. which is uh, if i'm being honest because it's really difficult to you know foster that team environment over so many different markets yeah so uh you started your team did you hire your admin first how did what first, does that it was look a like part-time for you admin yep and then that turned to full-time and then i brought on a buyer agent and then that was when I got out of the buyer agent mm-hmm. side and then focus on listings up until now. Okay. Yeah. So when did you get your own office and did you think that that was something that was, uh, of course it was needed, but do you think that, you know, kind of helped elevate your business? Mm-hmm. I had uh, multiple offices within Keller Williams when we were there. Like we were oh, like okay. in a smaller office, then we went to a bigger one and we were just outgrowing the space. And then I was like, you know what? I want my own office. And that was when Streetsville happened. And that was 2018. Yeah. So like having my own office, obviously it's like a dream come true. Like you have your offices, right? So it's like when you see that. Yeah. It just feels like amazing. So then, but then COVID happened. Right. <laughs> but then, so yeah, talk about that. So what yeah, happened? So, like we were in a bigger space yes. in Streetsville. Um, we had, it was 1500 square feet. It was beautiful, like great office. And it just, you know, COVID was like, everyone's remote now. 
I didn't really need the space anymore mm-hmm. that big. I was like, my lease is coming up. I saw another opportunity in Streetsville, beautiful storefront, yes. which is where we are now. Yep. So I, I grabbed that like right away, same day. I was like, you know, typical realtor. I was like, hi, can I put an offer? I was like, this is it. Yeah. And I told my admins and my team, I was like, hey, guess what? We're moving. And everyone yeah. was like, what? So, yeah. I love that space too. It's It's so well done. You know what I mean? It's, it's cute, small. It's, it's perfect. Cute. Yeah. So when did uh, Revel come into the picture and, and how did that yeah, how did that come to be for you? How did mm-hmm. you hear about us? How did you see it? Yeah, I'm trying to think. So um, around the time, so I just, I, I have a 10-month-old now. I'm trying to think because yeah. I was I nearing- have to gear my life by the age <laughs> of my children too because they those both started in yeah. COVID, I guess. It was near the <laughs> end of my pregnancy. I think I just started feeling like, you know what, I need like a change, right? Mm-hmm. Like- and again, some realtors, they're, they're always, you know, I think it's like every five years or so, it's like that itch or something. Yeah. But it just got to a point where I was like, I feel like I need a change. Like we're stagnant. I don't know. Like something was just telling me. So I kind of started like poking around, seeing what's out there. I didn't want to go to any of the big brands again. Yeah. Um, and then I think we saw each other at the Buzz Conference. We did. And I was, the- I didn't even know much about Revel. I knew yeah. you, you're everywhere. Um, so yeah. Cause we, and I messaged you. Yes. And then you messaged me, but we almost I was like, in Mexico. I yeah. remember I was, yeah. <laughs> but we almost did a deal, a referral almost, right? Oh yes. Also. Yes. yes I, well, yeah, I, that was like referring you business. I knew you were a great agent and good reputation and, and then everything else just, you know. Yeah. It kind of fell into time place. Time and place. So what do you think after our presentation? I mean, what do you think it was that kind of did it for you, I guess? With Revel. Yeah. Um, I mean, first of all, the owners of Revel are amazing. Yeah. Like, it's just a very family vibe. They're super invested. Um, it's so professional in terms of, like, everything, right? Like, everything's super professional, which mm-hmm. I was... I'm a professional, so I yes. really um, can appreciate that. I think, like, it's lacking in our industry, sorry to say. Yeah, I, um, I agree. <laughs> so, <laughs> when I, I saw that, obviously, we went to the head head office in Niagara, and, yep. like, all my team was like, wow, like, this is incredible. So, well, I felt it was the right move for us. Yeah, and, it, and, it, and it's interesting, because um, because you weren't with Keller before, when you made no, I left subject. Keller Williams to go to a, another smaller boutique Small. franchise. Yeah. And, like, people... It's interesting because there are so many opportunities at like, let's just say a lower split brokerages or no split brokerages. Yeah. So what I find interesting is that. Oh yeah. I'm paying like way more, let's say where I was. Of course. But what drives somebody like me, you, Kate Brodick, uh, Emily Berry, like, why don't we all go? And since you've been there, like, why wouldn't we all just go to like a hundred percent split broker? Yeah. Because for me, that's not like, it's not about that. You know what I mean? Sure. It's a factor and something to like ask or think of, let's say, but it's not like the deciding factor. Like Mm -hmm. for me, it was like, I'm looking for culture. I'm looking for a family. I also like the fact that Revel has like tons of offices. Like I think we're 21, 22 yep. offices now across Southern Ontario. So I was like, this sounds like a great idea because we can all network together. Mm-hmm. The head coach uh, concept, right? Like yes. it's just, 
it was the culture that I was looking for and I'm still new to Revel, but yeah. I'm getting to know more and more of the agents and they're incredible, right? Oh, so. it's it's just like one big, you know, like I saw Renee from Burlington went over to Brantford and did a like a, a, a workshop with her team and they were collaborating and doing all that stuff. You know, Fred comes down and uh, from Milton and he runs a whole bunch of mentorship classes, you know, for people. And it's just, it's just one of those things where it's true collaboration at the buzz conference. Uh, did you go to the buzz conference? This last yeah. one? I tried to, but I got stuck doing yeah. a deal. Yeah. Oh, just yeah. like in the parking lot when Pretty we were much. before the podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got to make it happen. So, um, you know, on my talk, I was one of the last speakers, you know, trying to, you know, headline, get everybody hooked. Hey, eh? back in, um, <laughs> Just joking. Anyways, one of the, I, I was fortunate enough to be able to watch all of the speakers before I went up. And one of the things that I noticed is that everybody, including myself, had used one word multiple times in each presentation. And it, even on the panelists, it was collaboration. Hmm. Now, so that's interesting to me that so many people want collaboration, do collaboration, but it's it's very rare to see that within a brokerage in my experience anyways because i came from a brokerage that you know it's it was very difficult to get a hold of the top agents like every man for himself yeah, type of thing. yeah. oh my gosh i had lost a deal at the at the printer when i was talking about it in my first year so uh, that just would never happen i mean we have head coaches that get you know calls from team members saying hey i'm looking to make a switch uh, you know, if you have an opening and you know, somebody did that to Evan and Evan was like, Hey man, I really like you, but like you're coming from Andrew's team. I'm, I'm not, it's a no for me right now, but let me chat with Andrew. Well, you know what I mean? Where in, in other brokerages, you might not have that. You know what I mean? Anyways, and I'm cool with anybody with any decisions they ever want to make because if you want to make a, a decision to better yourselves, I yeah. I, I'm, but I think it comes down to mindset again. Like if your mindset is like I want to find the cheapest brokerage with yeah. the cheapest split, I mean you get what you pay for. Yeah. And like I just think we're lucky that you know Revel is so amazing. They give so much great support, and you know the culture. Like it's it's not even a thing, right? Well, like, and I think you said the word, uh, invested and what, you know, we've done at Revel is that we have not only invested financially, but you know, a lot of time investing in researching into new technologies, uh, new innovative ways to encourage people to get out there and brand themselves. So revelmedia.ca, which is only for our realtors, by the way, so don't go and try to book our discounted photography sessions. But it's it's one of those uh, systems that we implemented to help people who wanted to get themselves out there in terms of branding. Yes, and, and I also want to give a shout out to John. John, yeah, John. He's we my give a brother shout out to John. from another mother because we have so the same much. last name, my married name. Yeah. Um, but anyhow, he's amazing. Like he's so positive and helpful. And like that's a big hole, I think, in our industry is marketing. Yeah. Right, like someone yeah. to—he's just yeah. so good. At it. He's great. He's so good at it. Yeah. So what? What that whole and the reason why we did it, by the way, is because it started with Revel. If you had a listing, you had to have a professional photographer. Yeah, they have right? really great standards. Exactly. Yes. And what I was finding is, people in their first year were like, you know, getting charged six hundred, eight hundred dollars to do a video shoot. And they're like, well, I don't have that type of money, so I'm just not going to do it. Yeah. And you're like, well. Even if you don't do it, you're not going to grow. 
And then it developed into, you know, CRM and website. If you don't have this, you're not going to grow. If you don't have our new marketing systems that every listed, did you hear about this? So this is brand new. Um, not even sure if I'm allowed to talk about it. It was on the head coach meeting, by the way. Um, so you probably do know. It's, it's a new program where automatically your listings get put in a global distribution center that goes to Globe and Mail, mansions, everywhere. Mm -hmm. So in your listing presentation, if you can't win a listing presentation after those types of tools, uh, you know, we'll go back and work on scripts and dialogues or one of the Revel Ed classes. So it's just one of those things, like we're constantly adding new things to help people out. Yeah. And it's not just, hey, let's try to, let's, let's, try to negotiate our commission down so we can pocket more money. It's like, no, let's try to make you a better realtor and a better business person, yeah, I love better that. marketer so that you can make more. I love that. So, okay. Now you've, you've got a team and you've joined Revel. What was kind of the experience on the onboarding? I know it's really tough, for, you know, cause there might be people out there who's listening or watching that saying, Okay, I got a team and an entire office, an entire ecosystem. How do I transfer that to another broker? I mean, there was just, there's still so much support, like the managers and like everybody's just always reaching out. Like yeah. it was great. It was pretty seamless, I would say. Sure, there was like some listings that had to get like transferred and stuff with yeah. Treb. And, but that's even if but you just you go know yourself, what? Like right? a lot of support and like Nikki's always available. Like it's, mm -hmm. there's always someone that you can reach. Like everybody's, I just can't say enough yeah. praises. Well, yeah. what, I, what I love about it is that like as we grow, like Paula was our front desk admin. And now she's our director of onboarding because you, with a company that's in its infancy, there's so much room to grow and so many, you know, positions to fulfill. Like I basically created the role of director of recruitment. I was like, Hey, you need somebody who's, you know, centralized, who understands the brokerage, knows the growth, knows the opportunities, knows everything about it so that you can pitch it consistently. Yeah. And they're like, so why don't you do it then? I'm like, okay, I will. Good. <laughs> Great. Wait, was this my idea or your idea? <laughs> Anyways, and so, and what I like about it as well is that, so for somebody like you, if you wanted to, or head coaches, if you wanted to open another office, that is there for you. I don't know if that's your type of goal, but that's my type of goal, where I want to have a third and a fourth and just kind of establish more markets that foster the same culture. Yeah, no, the, the opening your own office and being a head coach, like that whole idea, I never even knew was possible. Yes. When I had reached out to you, it was kind of like, hey, like, can I just be a Revel agent? But then it was like, oh, I can actually open an office and all of that. So it was it's, great. It's an interesting concept. It is very cool. Yeah. So with with your team then, um, how is it working? Like, I know you, you've been blessed as you mentioned, to be in the business a little while, but what kind of advice are you giving your team or, or office now that times are a little bit slower? I mean, it's called prospecting. That's your job uh, as a realtor. Like <laughs> yeah. whether you want to door knock, cold call, I don't know, go to mm. square one or whatever mall and like talk to people. Like it's contacts every day, right? That's, there's no secret. Like it's, it's funny you said that. I just think it's simple. Well, when I was with LA Fitness, I stood out front of an, an IGA or a Foodland. It was Foodland, and what I said was uh, to everybody walking in, I just introduced myself. Uh, I said, "Hey, we're opening up this brand new uh, fitness club just around the corner. Do you mind if I steal two minutes of your time?" 
everybody said, no, 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 no. Well, you got those few people. But someone said yes. That say. It's a numbers yeah, game. Yeah, what are you doing? Yeah, and I it's said, a well, numbers well, game. Well, thanks so much. You know, do you, are, are you currently working out? No. Do you wish you could work out a little bit more? Yeah. I mean, do you have a goal weight or any type of fitness goal? Or Well, you know, as a matter of fact, my doctor said I needed to do this. Okay, great. Well, why don't you meet me at at, uh, at my pre-sale office? And this is before we even had a physical location. Like It's like new builds. How do you sell something that's in, you know, you got to find the solutions, which would be investors or appreciation or something like that. So, you know, if somebody can stand out Somebody like me, you stand in a town that I don't know anybody and stand in front of a uh, an IG or food land and just talk to people about fitness goals as they're walking in to get, you know, Thanksgiving dinners. I think anybody could talk about the number one topic at every family dinner, which is real estate. 100%. Yeah. So, okay. And um, what about, I mean, do you guys do like any of that, like, you know, holiday stuff, like Thanksgiving or like drop buys? You do pies like pop or pies and all that. Yeah. I used to, but the thing is, once you know, if you, you know, to do stuff like that, like I think it's easy when you have like I don't know, 10, 20, 30, 40 past clients. Yeah. And like if, if you want to do it on a, a big level, like if you have 500 past clients, like you need the manpower, right? Yeah. So it got to a point where, like, yes, I was doing like the Thanksgiving pie drop off and all of that stuff. I'm yeah. definitely kind of looking at events and things that mm. I can do on a bigger scale that I can still offer to all of my past clients. Like yeah. one time I rented a yacht, like a yacht in the Toronto Harbor. Yeah. Um, it was the same boat. I think you guys went on for the yeah. party, which I had like Samba dancers and all of this, but it's like, I can't fit like all my past clients on there anymore. Yeah. I'd need like, you know, two or three days of that. Right. So um, yeah, so no, I love, like fun. I love doing events though. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's true because, you know, my first client event, uh, we had like 50 people show up. Second one, we had like 75. And then the next one we had like over 150, excuse me. And then we were like, we were, we weren't sure that we were going to feed everybody because yeah. all of them, there was like a 25 to 30% no show mm, and then like a, hard to you know another 20% yeah. that said no this year everybody said yes and basically nobody no showed oh. so I was like but it was fun it was super fun so I love being able to do that and connecting with our clients um so do you have like a a five-year plan I know we were talking when you at the, at the meeting and um like do you have anything that's up next Do I have you? a five-year plan? Well, well, you know what I mean? Like, I think you yeah. mentioned that you're thinking about slowing down or... No, no. Not thinking of slowing down. I'm just looking at, you know, the business as a whole to restructure. Mm -hmm. um, and I think it's just so exciting because, like, I think the, the thing is sometimes, like, you get disappointed or whether it's, like, you know, um, you have an employee leave or, like, an agent. There's a yeah. lot of turnover with teams sometimes, right? Like, there I don't know, maybe is. you've been blessed, but, no. um, you know, real estate is very hard. It's a hard industry. There's lots of highs and lows, right? Like, it's like a roller coaster, mm -hmm. right? Like, do you, I, do you know yes. what I'm talking about? <laughs> I don't think your average person could handle, you know, what we deal with. So there's no. there's all of that and... You know, sometimes there's setbacks, but I think what I'm really good at is like getting back up again mm -hmm. and, um, you know, looking at things and seeing like what's working, what's not. But at the end of the day, like I have a great business, so I just have to keep, you know, keep going, keep going.
And but that's a that's that's a a form of growth in itself because if you're not paying attention and you're not focusing on, you know, continuing that business if you're not doing the day-to-day things that you need to stay top of mind with your clients, then it's really difficult to, you know, get them back. Yeah. Right. I mean, I think I've been really good at keeping in touch with my past clients. Like if anything, they probably are sick of hearing from me, to be honest. Like I send birthday yeah. cards, home anniversaries, like yeah. I'm, I'm everywhere. Like I can be right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think the challenge with me is I want to do so much. Right. And I also have two small kids, That's right. right. Which people don't talk about enough. Like, you know, being a team leader, like, you know, having a team, people that depend on me. And then I have my kids, my husband, like it's a lot to juggle. Right. Well, and how do you juggle, juggle it all? I just do. Right. Like, yeah, it's, there's no secret. I think, you know, I just multitasking maybe like, or, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you asked me before. How do you do it? Well, <laughs> you you asked me how I did it, and you said, "Do I do I time block?" I mean, do you? Um, I would time I time block in my own way. Like I know what needs to get done. Um, mm. Priorities. Like I used to before I had kids. Yeah. I love to prospect. Like I love it. I don't know. I think I'm really weird because most agents I think hate it. Um, but I could prospect like all day long if I, I don't even need to eat. Like I'm just like, call, call, call. Yeah. Um, interesting. I love that. Yeah. I love every aspect of real estate. Like I love the paperwork. I love everything. So negotiating. Do you, you want to come on my team? Because <laughs> <laughs> we could use somebody who likes to hammer the phones and it's just like, it's an ISA. Yeah. Like, but you know what? It's like, once you start making the first couple of calls, you're like, oh yeah, it's not scary. No. You're just yeah. making the calls. But I think like how I handle it is that, you know, every, every style of, so our coach, you know, breaks it down into like uh, money-making activities, this, that, this, that. Um, and I, and I kind of follow that schedule, but you know, like Tuesdays are team days. I don't book anything before one o'clock on those days. Um, and then, you know, mornings are usually for me. And I book off my exercise, which is usually 12 to 1 p.m. I haven't done a lot of it this month yet because it's hockey. Right. Well, and my team is like, are you going to play hockey in the middle of the day? Yeah, I am. (laughs) But it's just, you know, we've been so busy. When you got so many listings and they're not selling, you got to kind of adjust your schedule. But yeah, so I I set aside my workout time. I set aside my, you know, self-improvement time, which is usually around 6 a.m. And then I set aside my team, which is Tuesdays. And then I set aside one or two days a week, which I know sounds like a lot um, for media and marketing. Mm -hmm. And because I find that if I don't do the media and marketing, if that starts to slip, then I, you, you start to lose that, um, momentum, you momentum and you, you know, you're not top of mind anymore. And other people are, it's so competitive out there oh right now God. online. Right. But I, I mean, was talking with you about agents that I, friends of mine that mm-hmm. are what, doing well, like top agents. And they're like, I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on social media. Like you don't really need that. And I'm just like, you know, do you like, but I believe you do like 10 years from now, like if now Instagram is what it is, mm-hmm. imagine 10 years from now. I don't know if it'll right. be something else, right? Like but TikTok, that's the thing, like, like came Ryan out wasn't like crazy. His account was private for a long time. And it, it, you know, it's not like he was like trying to 
he just I don't even think he knew how to work it yeah. to be honest with you um but now and like over the past of the last four years Ryan has been able to you know have people help him in terms of discovering his brand because that uh, Ryan was very humble Ryan was very I wouldn't say timid because he's not a timid guy at all, but he didn't want to be the face. He didn't want to go out there. And, you know, I, I, I think... I have those challenges. To right. Like and and I think you just have to see somebody yeah. do it. Like he saw me doing it. He's like, well, okay, if Andrew can do it and I talk about the brand, uh, me who started the brand, Ryan, yes. could go out there too. And so, like, he's just been doing a phenomenal job. So I think to an extent, yeah, okay, could people sell a thousand houses a year and not be on Facebook or Instagram. Yeah, sure. But what that does is that it allows the new people to take a piece of that market mind share, share. Mm -hmm. in mind share and double down, take more and more and more and more and more until next thing you know, the people who don't have Facebook or Instagram, they can't sell because they're not, I'm now selling to your clients, kids and grandkids. So it, it's interesting you think about, but now you're doing more. And you're looking at getting, you know, out there more in the future too, right? Yes. Yep. I think marketing is huge. Like yeah. we're doing reels now for all of yeah. our listings, right? Like I, I'm not even lying when I say we called, I don't know how many different companies and they were like, no, we don't do reels. And I'm like, how is this how possible? Is that possible? Right. So like all you, you need to do at the very minimum is shoot it in a high enough, uh, geez, Sam's going to kill me because I'm going to screw this up in a high enough <laughs> resolution <laughs> like in 4k and then you just cut it but like everyone's doing reels I now know. so it's like we want to do what is trending right and i was like okay for our sellers like let's do fun reels we're like all my team is in the video we're all there doing different things like people like seeing people they know in the video and the house too mm -hmm. so that's what we're doing now just well i love it that's good and i'm glad that you're getting out there um you know in leveraging streetsville it's so beautiful too right so uh, my piece of advice is for anybody getting started with reels is that, you know, pick a few of your favorite businesses and just go and buy a product. I mean, really, you don't necessarily have to ask them. I mean, obviously, I'm sure they would appreciate it if you did. And then that way you can also have them tagged and then they can share it. You just go up, buy a product and videotape you going in, get the sign, get the product, come out, eat it drink it, review it, tag them. Yes. And can I give a piece of advice? So yes. my piece of advice <laughs> yes, is of course. for realtors that sit at home, they do reels like that, but they're not making any calls or they're not yes. prospecting, but they're like, oh, but I'm going to do this um, reel mm -hmm. in this bakery. And it's mm -hmm. like, okay, but have you made any calls to actually book appointments or talk to any, mm -hmm. you know, potential buyers or sellers? Yeah. Like I just see people that... You know, I'm like watching them on Instagram and I'm like, you don't even do much business. Like, yeah. I don't understand. Like, That's but it's true. like, That's you know, true. but you would think when you look at their social media that they're busy, but yes. are they? Right. And where are you spending your time? Because if you're not getting leads from that and you mm -hmm. have zero deals in the pipeline, maybe you should do a little more prospecting and phone calls. I like to call that back <laughs> to basics. Yes. That's it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, you know what? This has been great. Thank you very much for coming Thank on. You. Um, you already gave your one piece of advice. That's great. So I don't <laughs> even have to ask that question. It's like you knew. But where can everybody find you? If somebody was listening to this and they're like, you know, like, is it is it possible to join your team? Is it possible yes, to join 100%. the office? Yeah, we're selective for sure. Culture is yeah. super we all are. important. Yes. 
Um, but you know, like I just value people that want to work hard, right? Like there's mm. no easy street here. Like that's not no easy street on Streetsville. Yes, we're we're always interviewing, and we're in Streetsville, Cynthia Osto's team. So yeah. yeah. Okay, that's great. Well, thank you, everybody. Uh, we'll see you next time.